make sure you pre-order this show because you get some exclusive day one skins followed by a 500,000 gigabyte update to make sure that the facial animations don't look like crap. We're talking about gaming, day one updates, pre-ordering, and all that good jazz on a gaming episode of Geek Nerd Tech. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live's Geek Nerd Tech. Nice yeah. choice. Good I like choice. it. Yeah. I like it. We got to set up the dark mood for talking about smooth. pre-ordering and things like that. <laughs> Very smooth. So I mean, this is how I feel when I'm going to go pre-order something. <laughs> it is. You're wading through the like the muck. Heck yeah. Well, like, I'm it's a gamble. It. People. It's, like, it's a gamble. Like, <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be terrible? Should That's I wait the real three gamble. weeks? That's usually my time is to it? wait. <laughs> um, so, guys, welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, uh, your tech news show. Uh, usually there's Joe Brazel and Akili Shine. Unfortunately, couldn't make this week, so we decided we're going to take over. Heck yeah. We're going to fight for the Andro- Andromeda <laughs> Initiative here. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. For, <laughs> it is oh, started. sorry. I'm playing Mass Effect Andromeda, so that's what's on my mind. But oh my uh, we're going to do a very special episode kind of talking about a lot of the the weird things going on in the gaming universe mm. in terms of... Not so much specific games, but more in general, like with day one updates being such a big thing, with gaming companies really pushing pre-orders and then not delivering, with uh, unfulfilled expectations, gaming stores everywhere going out of business because Mm -hmm. of things Mm -hmm. like Amazon and now digital downloading. Yep. Um, And... I kind of want to talk a little bit about fans getting a little besperched by uh, Destiny 2. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. That's uh, Well, you're on the wrong show because we're going to talk about that. <laughs> All right, that. bye, guys. That's what you're here for. No, no, I, do, I actually do want to talk about that. So uh, the first thing, uh, let's introduce ourselves. Uh, of course, I am not Joe Braswell. My, boy, my voice is not buttery smooth. <laughs> And I am not the most handsome devil at AfterBuzz TV Studios. That is a lie. Uh, but I am Steve Lemieux. I'm the executive producer of the Popcorn Talk Network, as well as a senior producer of Black Hollywood Live and AfterBuzz TV. Woo-hoo. And I usually oh, am yeah. off camera for any BHL shows because I'm a white guy. Um, he did it. So You're white? For it. Stop the stream. <laughs> It's gonna be okay. So it's gonna be you don't okay. you don't see a black guy? No, I don't. Do you? <laughs> well, like Col- like Stephen Colbert, Michael Young is colorblind, so he can't tell. I'm colorblind, I don't see um, anything. Joining me to discuss this topic today, we have uh, you may have seen him from such afterbed shows as Sleepy Hollow and The Spring. Oh yeah. And Blind Spot, we have Michael Young. <laughs> hey guys, so you can find me online at One Youngster, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A. And he's also doing uh, the line of all the thumbnails and all sorts of things for Black oh, Color yeah, Live. Yeah, You'll yeah. see those short form videos. Pretty much daily. Yeah, Monday to Friday, you can find me on uh, Black Hollywood Live. Um, Nerd Soul on Black Hollywood Live is just N E R D S O U L. And then, uh, of course, we always have the mistress from the booth who hey! is now on camera, Miss Alexis Torres. It's been a while since I've been at the table, but yeah. it's smooth. Yeah, no, it's lovely. <laughs> nice and cold. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. It's as cold as walls. my as my heart about destiny. Uh, mm. You guys can find me all over social media at A Torres eight nine zero. All right, so let's talk uh, firstly about day one updates. Um, in fact, no, I think we should go, you're right, we should go the progression of how <laughs> how games get sold now as opposed to day one updates. Okay. Let's talk about pre-orders and expectations, right? So currently game companies are really pushing for pre-orders and every time they're like, okay, well, we want people to pre-order from Amazon, we want people to pre-order from GameStop, we want people to pre-order from all these stores. So they'll go to these stores and do individual contracts to provide exclusive content, mm-hmm. yep. which is usually the skins. Do you think people are buying our souls with game skins now? <laughs> 
now as opposed to just saying, hey, pre-order this game because it's going to be awesome. Because right now, like, my sole influence, like, even, even like, Overwatch was kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to be good. I love Blizzard, but I don't know. Luckily, Overwatch is yeah. great. But, like, I was like, I want that exclusive Widowmaker skin. So no, I'm going to pre-order it. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm looking forward to this game, so I'm going to pre-order it. What are you guys thoughts? I don't know. I feel like video games has always been that whole, like, hey, so if you want to get this early so you can just put your name down on this long list, we'll give you something. doesn't have to be a skin or whatever, but we'll just give you a little something-something. Like, I feel like they've been doing it for years, but I feel like before it was like, you can get a model if you get if you pre-order before, or you can get, like, this specific box. Like, I know, like, Person 1 to 5, if you ordered a certain time, you get, like, a steel box instead Ooh. of just a regular PS4 cover. Um, I think you could still do that now because it's out, but, uh, but that was that. But I felt like now that you can have all these new things that you can put into your game with skins and things, I think it's definitely something that's like, yes, you can sign on the dotted line, uh, put your blood in everything, yeah, go for it. So I th- I think that they've always been doing I think they're just trying to find new ways to get you now. Yeah, it's... Well, there's there's a good side and a bad side. The good side is like, oh, I get this cool little gift that's, you know, fun for the game, or I get an extra character, or I get mm-hmm. some new levels, or I get something first before other people, or I get a special poster. There's mm-hmm. been, you know, all kinds yeah. of stuff like that. But at times in recent history, it <laughs> seems like a way to front load your cash on a game that you're pretty sure isn't complete. And <laughs> <laughs> Stephen like, like <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but I was on the same boat with you. I didn't think, I didn't know if Overwatch was going to be good, but it just steam, seemed like something I was like, I could, I could probably get into it. I could have fun with this. Yeah. And then all the stuff came out and I was like, mm, you know what? It's kind of nice. I'm just going to try it. Now, now we're spending $80 a, a, an event on loot boxes yeah. uh, to I mean, make sure we get every single Reinhardt I, skin and May skin and everything. I, I don't talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, right. um, but you know it's it's one of those things like before I remember when I was younger and like I was so amped for the release of Halo 2 mm-hmm. and going at midnight and like getting the steel box that was yeah. the first yep. game I got in a steel yep. box it had Master Chief on the front looked badass yeah. so good. and I'm like okay cool I get a really cool physical thing um, if you pre-ordered you got like uh some weird like game code or something yep. for two yeah. like yep. they used to give out the two month Xbox Live back at that time yeah. so like you know there was like cool things that it, but it wasn't selling it on the game it was like hey you can play this game online but the game's great but here yeah, the check game's out the online yeah. and yeah. now now it's more and more like becoming okay instead of instead of places developing stuff to give with them it's like these deluxe boxes that are like $300 if you're gonna buy those they already know they're gonna sell those they already know that the hardcore fans are gonna buy on a $150 $250 box that has a claptrap in it or whatever right Uh, I was one of those people not not to dig on Borderlands because Borderlands is actually one of the most supportive companies in terms of providing free content and stuff to their fans but it's just kind of that now it's become all right. let's hire our graphics dude to model a character and let's just give it to people who pre-order from GameStop and that's all they get. Yeah, it's true. it's no longer, hey, get these in-bonus incentives. It's not like, hey, get like six loot crates that are worth this monetary thing. It's, hey, get this skin that doesn't really do anything but like... Yeah, it doesn't if you, really if you enhance can, the game. If you can ensure that me. you're... <laughs> if you can ensure the fact that in three months you're going to give us $60 so we can sell that against mm-hmm. our advertisers later, yeah. uh, please do that. Okay, and that that's sense. that's what I think it's kind of become more because yeah. game companies it's 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 we're in this very weird time period where there's a tentpole game every week. True. Yeah. True. I mean, 
I was bombarded. You have Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. You had Horizon Zero Dawn. True. You have all of these games coming out at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Neo was one that got kind of pushed under. That's Team yeah. Ninja, though, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But it's it's kind of weird because now that there's so many tenpole games, I don't know what to go for anymore. And I'm starting to base my buying decisions on the, on the pre-order exclusives, as opposed to looking forward to the game, and okay. I'm a, I'm, a t- I'm terrified that yeah. that's what I'm thinking about. Because you're getting these you're getting these like E3 exclusives and these like CES exclusives that show this wonderful quasi gameplay, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh man, this looks amazing. Yeah, we all need to buy this. And then you get it, and they're like, "Oh, uh, guys, um, don't play this level yet. We're we're uh, we're, <laughs> we're working on it. We promise. We just we just uh we just wanted to let you know. Don't don't go in this room on level two because it's um it's a little undone. But we're gonna It'll we're gonna take. <laughs> it's like yeah. we're gonna get to it. Don't yeah. go to the but end of the uh, <laughs> yeah, of World Two One and Mario. Don't go to the end and jump <laughs> no, over no. the ceiling because uh, that's kind of like an area with pipe. Don't go in those pipes. <laughs> don't don't go there. But it's not gonna work. <laughs> You just get know. stuck there. It's, like, it's like, why is my game crashing? <laughs> like, I mean, that's kind of how I feel like with the Switch. Like, of course, th- like when the Switch came out, everyone's like, oh. oh my God, it's so great. And then when people bought it for the pre-order and got them all early, um, a lot of them had problems with their, like, I remember when I was seeing videos of people getting their controllers stuck because they were putting it in the wrong way. And it was just yeah. like, and it's stuck there. Now what? Yay! Yeah, <laughs> like, and, you, know, you play like this. Yeah. And you're good <laughs> to go. It's, it's messed up because when I saw this... No diss to Nintendo. I love Nintendo. Some of my favorite <laughs> retro games are Nintendo. But when I, saw, <laughs> when I saw... When I saw... Yeah, because the Nintendo, you know, those gangsters, they don't play. But when I saw the Switch trailer, I was like, I feel like it's not going to work like that. <laughs> I was just looking at the trailer like, I really hope this works. Because I feel like it's not going to work the way they say it works. Like, oh, just put it right here. Oh, take it off. Take it in a plane. Take it wherever. Has anybody tested that yet? Yeah, Yeah. it works. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I think that was mostly my my main concern. (laughs) I think Nintendo has done a really great job of upholding the core concepts of what video gaming should be, though. Right. Because when I look at it, I'm like, okay, great. I get all these day one bonuses Mm -hmm. if I pre-order the game. And basically, a month or two away from the game's release, the studios say, okay, great. So we have this many pre-orders. We can basically guess how many people are going to buy this game. Alright, so let's decide our budget for the next quarter because we're not going to be putting into this game because not enough people are playing it. Instead of saying, let's make a great game and then people will play it because it's a great game, it's let's decide how 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 great this game can become. Yeah. Yeah, they got the commercial for the Switch. But it's they're Mm -hmm. they're stunting they're sending out incomplete games that they have no plans of completing if the pre-orders don't get up. Yeah, and that's the issue that I have, mm-hmm. and that's what I think. Luckily, we're getting some more fallback with the fans being like, "Guys, come on! Like, what the hell? We just bought this game. Uh, we saw it with No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. I happen to like No Man's Sky. I think it's a really cool concept, and it reminds me of playing Mist, where I had no idea what to do, wow, but it was still really, cool to look at. Wow, you really brought that back for me. <laughs> I really did, right? Oh my god! But you know, I, I when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, this is a big time waster. Like, it's 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 no more of a good game than a little T-Rex jumping over freaking trees oh, man, I still on do that. Google oh. when your website's down. Yeah. But it's still fun, mm-hmm. just like that Google <laughs> game's fun. But Nintendo, I'd like to think, like, when you look at the way they market games, they're not relying on that. They no. haven't really been relying on that. They're like, we're going to put out the games we want to. We are the casual gamer. And people say yeah. filthy casual all the time, but you know what? 
you get a Nintendo system that's built for gaming, and we got a PlayStation 4 that's great, can play Netflix, and does really good games. But then you have the Xbox One that I literally have in the corner of my room and I haven't played in a while because the last good game that came out for it was Gears of War 3, oh, and wow. the whole system is built from the ground up to be an entertainment system as opposed to a gaming system. And I'm yeah. just kind of like, this Which, is worthless to me. I want a game. I don't want to be entertained. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was... I don't know. On on one hand, Microsoft made a good move, making it sort of like an entertainment system. But then, like you said, they kind of slacked off on being a gaming system. Which is ironic. You know, by trying to do everything, you kind of, like, failed, sort of. A little bit. I mean, not... Because Xbox Live has a, has a wonderful online community that, for the most part, isn't crazy. Mm, but, <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> for the most part, is okay. But... It does seem like once they had that deal with Comcast and everything, that they were like, yeah, we're going to try to get this into a media thing. And, you know, games will be if you want them. The Xbox home screen is the most counterintuitive thing I've ever experienced. (laughs) Xbox Live had everything going for it when it was on the uh, 360 and before that. Uh It was... I was... All in on Xbox completely. I hated the PlayStation controller for first-person shooters. I hate like I thought Xbox. Yeah, that was weird. Well, yeah, because Xbox made it for that. Yeah, because it was so good. Yeah, and now like I used to hate PlayStation because it's so difficult to add friends and find Mm -hmm. friends and stuff. Still is, but I like it more than Xbox now because it's just so counterintuitive. It's so media-based. It's not meant for gamers anymore, unfortunately. And they're still pushing it. But basically, what it's turned into is every single game that's being developed. If it doesn't have a major league gaming function, it's being pushed out for knobs and whistles to try to get you <laughs> to pre-order it. It's check out yeah. these gaming skins. Look, look at the Mo- Call of Duty franchise, yeah. and you're just—it's just, it's just laughable. Yeah. Oh, you can get a goal. You can get a gun that has blue streaks across it that shoots out poop emojis. Oh my god! <laughs> Download, pre-order now for one hundred fifty dollars. It was really dope. Like right around like what was it? Medal of Honor, like. Uh, was it Allied Assault or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was, like, really... That was, like, golden era time. Yeah. And then... Call of Duty 2 was great. Call of Duty Modern Warfare was great. Yeah, I was great. gonna say, I really yeah. like Modern Warfare. But when it, it kind became of became Assassin's Creed, where they just reskin the same freaking Yeah, it kind of became... Kinda like, All right. It kind of became Madden. It, yeah, it's the yeah, Madden... Yeah, that makes sense. No diss to Madden, especially my brother right now. I know you love Madden. I know you're <laughs> 2K. But it became, like, the Madden of... FPS, yeah, yeah, first person shooters. But yeah. the thing about Madden is, you know that two weeks after Madden comes out, you can pick it up for ten bucks. Yes, you can. <laughs> that is correct. I'm sorry. Anytime that my brother's like, I want the new 2K, whatever. I'm like, I'm gonna wait three weeks and then I'll get it for you. Yeah, you don't it's, need it right now. That price drops so, so fast. fast. But you know what? That's an expected thing. People expect that. Yeah. You don't see them being like pre-order Madden and get the mascot costume. Yeah. Because they know you're going to buy it. They don't even care. That's coming. Do? I hope you know that's coming. Sure it is. I hope not. Do you want the uh, the mascot pack? Oh, <laughs> you know what's sad? I would buy that. <laughs> Just so, so now we're like, great. So everyone's pre-ordering games for these bonus contents. So studios have been holding off on developing these mm-hmm. games and this release yeah. program. So yeah. it's kind of like a Patreon account, like, oh, enough fans have yeah. pre-ordered this game. We can actually start developing again, but we actually have already like shipped them out to the distributors. So yeah. let's put out a day one update. So we're gonna talk about perfect example day yeah. one updates right after we talk about DraftKings because you know I was talking about Major League Gaming, which is a very competitive thing, and Ooh, you know nice. what else is very competitive? Fantasy football and fantasy golf. And guys, uh-huh. the stage is set for the first golf major of 2017, and it all begins. This Thursday in Augusta, Georgia, to celebrate DraftKings.com is hosting a free fantasy golf contest 
with $100,000 in total prizes up for grabs. Whether you live and breathe golf or you're looking to try a new fantasy sport, One Week Fantasy Golf at DraftKings is for you. Just pick six golfers before the tournament tees off and sit back and follow the action live. Outscore the competition and win! You can't get close to the action than this. Millions of fantasy sports fans just like you have experienced the excitement of DraftKings.com. Now it's your turn. Remember, the tournament starts this Thursday morning, so hurry to DraftKings.com now to get free entry in the $100,000 contest for golf's first major with promo code GEEK, G-E-E-K. That's code GEEK to play free for your share of $100,000 in total prizes this Thursday only at DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Again, Play for free, hundred thousand dollars. Get your mm-hmm. share. Hey, from that code sounds no. My can't entire beat that. my entire office at my day job. That's all they're doing right now. They have all the screens <laughs> in the production like section. They all have golf. like all everything. All they're, they're like, we've like, got talking. this. They're all checking their DraftKings stuff, and I'm just like, this is insane. Yeah, they're like, DraftKings. I've got this. DraftKings yeah. doesn't need a day one update every time yeah. they do a fantasy football league. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, apparently you can that, get you can get in contact with the golfer and you can talk to him. It's great. You yeah. know that that could be that could be something that Madden could do. You know, Madden oh, could be like, look, we're, we're, you know, be like, hey, we're linking up with DraftKings. Oh look, God. if I, I mess around, give y'all an idea. Look, but anyway, I'm gonna call him. Let him know. Wait, look, give him, him shit, his share. How, how <laughs> um, I mean, look, I'll take I'll take one point five percent. You're going after DraftKings, <laughs> going after Disney. What's happening? <laughs> but, brand but, marriage, yeah, yeah brand marriage. Bored. But the. Uh, the I will jump back on what you said with the Patreon thing. It does. It almost seems like they're kind of kickstarting these games. No, they of. are. Yeah. The studios are finding any way to make to spend as at least the least amount of money possible yeah. for an incomplete game before they decide to spend more to complete it. And yeah. that's what I think is despicable. If you're invested in a game, get it done, get it done well, and yeah. develop a new IP. You're not going to develop yeah. a new IP and having fans rabid for the next one if you don't go whole hog. Like. You can't have writers and developers for these games thinking it's going to be cut at any time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you need to complete a game. How about you use your pre-order bonuses as ways to give new content later on? Maybe do cheaper mm-hmm. uh, uh, downloadable content. Sure. Who knows? Yeah. But whatever. We're going on to day one updates. I just call this beta testing day one. That's yeah, what I is, call it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Like, gaming has kind of essentially become, to a certain degree, beta testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like day of release. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the people are paying money to beta test games. Yep. So here's the issue I have with day one updates is day one updates are basically introducing the game into being in a ready to be beta tested phase. Yep. <laughs> no, that's what it is. That's exactly what it's it is. funny because the way you worded it, it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, because the issue is that if let's say here I'll use Mass Effect for an example because I've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda and I heard a lot of the negative stuff for some reason I was not excited about Mass Effect it's one of my favorite gaming series of all time and I was just not excited about it but I was like screw it I'm a big Mass Effect fan let me pick up a copy picked up the copy about three days after it came out so that's between the day one update Mm -hmm. and the most recent update that came out on Thursday so you get the day one update, which is like three gigs. So already you go out to the store to buy a game so you can play it right away. But then you have to sit there, and if your Wi-Fi is shite, because I have seven roommates, it's like, <laughs> okay, great. So it takes Man. me. I have to like sit down to be ready to play this game, only to sit down and wait three or four hours to download this update. Great. So I finally get the update downloaded. The game's installed. Good to go. I'm like, God forbid knows what the day one update fixed, because... Within the first cutscene, the gun's backwards, and there's facial <laughs> things moving around. I'm like, God damn. 
But again, I tempered my expectations. You were like, hey, I, I know what I'm walking into. Yeah, because people told me that was the big thing was that the game was glitchy, right? Yeah. Luckily, Bioware does not have a history of doing this. Bioware is usually very good with releasing games in a mostly finished format-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Dragon so, Age Inquisition, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so I could let it slide, right? Yeah. But what sucks is between that day one update and the three weeks later where they released the 1.104.5 or whatever the, down, whatever the update is, mm-hmm. they're getting feedback from the fans. They're getting all sorts of feedback on all this kind of stuff that they need to fix. That they could have been getting after day one to the first four days. That they could have been getting before the game even came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, they're fixing previous problems that could have been fixed before pre-releases started. Yep. Instead of <clears> focusing <throat> on issues with the current game. So now, we have an entirely different game in, in, in terms of graphics. My character looks completely different. Oh really? Between wow. this most recent update, he looks less dumb, but like he, <laughs> he looks completely different. <laughs> but no, I agree with you because I saw the graphics because they were doing side by side of the first Mass Effect to the one now, and just how like some of them just kind of look derpy, just a little bit. Like my, just a li- my <laughs> character, <laughs> my character's forehead like had like this big bump, so he looked like kind of his head was folded oh over a little my bit. God. And it, like in cutscenes, it looked fine, but otherwise, you're like, oh, he looks like. He's got something. He's missing a few chromosomes there. No. Uh, I, I wonder. I wonder how it is in these studios on that first day when they release, because oh, it's man. got to be like all hands on deck, like everybody's sweating, panic mode. Phones got to be going crazy. Probably emails are going crazy. Twitter the developers also. are probably like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know why? You know why they're not? You know why well, it's probably just completely smooth? Because they don't know. Well, yeah. This because they've already fixed the bugs that they know about. But they've they got, already they have, have testers. They have I was testers say, how does that, that work are like out? they they have testers that are looking at this game like, yo man, this guy's forehead is <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I don't know who drew this, but y'all yeah. gotta smooth that out. But how long <laughs> have those testers it. been yeah. playing the day one update? Oh that's well, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's I like they've already works. they've already fixed all the issues for that day one update. So yeah. how long have they even had the beta testers around with that update to fix any more coming issues? So they're basically just sending it to the meat grinder to prepare for that. And they're like, okay, in three weeks we'll fix all the other shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah, to it. I, I don't understand because I know that there's always, like, especially if you guys live out here in L.A., there's always like fi- like Craigslist ads of like, here, test this video game for this specific whatever. Yeah. I'm always like, so what do you do? Because by the time I already get my game at home where I've already paid all this stuff and gotten my new model and my new skin and all this other cool crap, <laughs> there's still stuff wrong with them. So I'm well, like, does yeah. it wait till later or do they're you guys not catch it? There being stuff wrong is perfectly okay. Right. And I'm totally okay with that. Like, I grew up in the days of glitches were actually really cool. They're like things you had to find. And yeah. you're like, yeah. oh my it's god. Like, yeah. like a glitch would happen, but it was because the rest of the game the game was actually fixed. But you had to like go to like level nine in the corner yeah, and double jump thing. and then you Dude, get caught. Or yeah. something the, like that. The Zanzibar glitch on Halo 2 where you have to oh. shoot at the certain corner, crouch into a different corner until it clicks, oh walk crouching to the right, and then jump on the same spot you shot so it shoots you into the air. <laughs> it's it's like an oh art of gosh. actually finding out these really <laughs> yeah, ridiculous it's like, things. It's like, who's fine. finding that? But there's normal stuff where it's like, 
But you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's level one. I can't go no, forward. No, like there was one where literally I was in. I was in when I first got Dragon Age. Was I was that person that stood in line. I wanted my copy Aww. super early and everything. I started playing. My horse got stuck at a rock and I could not move. That was my glitch and I couldn't do anything. So I had to get. I had to like get on like the the EA like talk to people there and they're like, oh, it'll just it'll just work out itself. I restarted. And it'll I couldn't just do work anything. out. Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> and I had to buy. Job. I had to buy another game because I literally could not move past that. There was nothing. Well, like you couldn't me. even start no. the game over. Every time wow. I started, because I even went right from the save before that, my my horse still got stuck. It's just like Bullshit. it's just like that, that old saying: you can lead a horse to rock, oh, but you can't make it roll. Stop. That's right. You can't make it roll. Why do you hate me? Seriously? See, that's why. That's why I take it old school. I play games that don't glitch, and if they do, it's not that bad. Like. You know, Sonic 2. But that's Ninja the thing. Yeah. Here's my <laughs> Streets issue. Streets of Rage. Here's, <laughs> wow. Wow. I love those. Here's my issue. There's glitches where your character gets stuck. That yeah. sucks. It happens. They patch it. And they patch it usually pretty quick if it's game breaking. Yeah. The thing that's not acceptable is what went down with Destiny, where mm-hmm. no stories were completed. The yep. whole game was completely incomplete. <laughs> and they had so many users day one that dropped off. They would have had a much better launch if they delayed that game six months. Yep. But then you look at Mass Effect... Andromeda, and I can forgive weird animation outside of the game. I can forgive civilian like NPCs just doing weird stuff with their arms, like Lisa Simpson. Like, (laughs) what I can't forgive is major cutscenes having really weird stuff happen. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's the same if you have the entire opening scene of Halo Two where he's jumping out of the ship and Cortana's like, "What are you doing with that bomb, Master Chief?" And he's like, "Finishing the fight." Like. If you did that and it just was like freaking finishing the fight, oh my god! <laughs> and you have or, like, or if he's like riding down, is like finishing the fight, yeah, <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> he's like, it just stops. He's like, uh. I mean, I still like the Assassin's Creed one, which you can find on YouTube, where like the two guards just accidentally or two NPCs are just in the room during a cutscene, just like talking to each other and just moving around, and you're just like, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like even Overwatch has their issues. They yeah. released the May skins where it made her booty look stacked like a mofo. That was like, great. It was Man. ridiculous. I enjoyed every that, that the was funny amazing. thing is, like it looked weird. Like, I don't care. I it was like it. she was like from side view, like this. Yes, and, like, and I was like, okay with it. But that's, that's an event. That's DLC. That stuff. That's yeah. just like random. That's not the it's game like, itself. Hey, uh, what happened to her? She's working it. Is what she's doing right Yo, now. She's doing, she's doing a million. If she gets out of like a whole Costco like like can of like chicken broth, like I'm, I'm happy. She got <laughs> that. She got that Kim, Kim K waist trainer right yeah. now. Yeah, all about it. Man, but it's, it's it's sad because and I guess they haven't caught on yet as far as studios are concerned. Like we have to either test better or invite people to. I don't. Either they're not testing it or they're seeing the things and they're like. That's gonna cost too much to fix. Oh and yeah, like, or they're just like, it'll just it'll just go away on its own. <laughs> yeah, it's like, or nobody will notice it. And it's Which like, is dumb. You should yeah, never ever think that nobody's gonna notice a glitch. Twitter's gonna be on fire. Yep. YouTube's gonna be making fun of it. Yep. And I don't know, Instagram. Well, so, nothing really happens. Uh, yeah. No, as far as games, yeah. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get into our third part of the conversation too, uh-huh. which you just directly led into, <laughs> which is why do we, the viewer, take it so seriously now? Because oh. when when you think about it, you're like, it never really mattered that much if there were glitches. And we were very forgiving, even when we were still paying $60 for games. Why are we so unforgiving now? Mm. And I think the reason is, is because there's so much money involved, and now we don't get everything else for free. True. Yeah. They've developed, I think the gaming... They piecemeal everything to us. 
Yeah. <laughs> they nickel and dime us like crazy, and now it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah because we're 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 sick of paying money. Like if it was just, hey, let's buy a game. It's complete. It's great. There's a few issues, and they'll fix those later. Yeah, I'd be fine. But it's. Hey, let's buy a game. Oh, if I want to do that, I have to pay money for it. Oh, if I want to do that, I have to pay money for mm-hmm. it. We are having mainstream games becoming freemium gaming. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we're getting so upset when things are wrong is because, like Patreon, we feel like we are entitled to have something right because pre-orders are technically a Patreon yeah. donation. It's yeah. a Kickstarter. Well, yeah, but it's it's kind of like... I guess it's when when you get married and you give someone an engagement ring, they call it a conditional gift. This gift is given to you on the condition that we're getting married. If we don't get married, then the ring comes back, blah, blah, blah. So we're huh. pre-ordering this conditionally. Huh. Well, what I'm saying is you're giving this pre-order Wait. on the condition that this game is going to be done. Correct. When I get it. <laughs> so well, when I get can't it. can't even give the ring back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, and you can't, they're not giving refunds. They're not. And in a lot of cases, they're not even apologizing for them. Mm-mm. And they're just, it's like, hey, I, I, I shelled out this 60 or 70 or 80 mm-hmm. or 100, whatever. Uh. And then I get it and I can't even get into like the second level. Like, I'm not talking to getting to the end and, like, maybe the boss is just OP or something that's not fair. It's like, I can't even get to the second level. Are you, are you, still, are you still a little hot about Ninja Gaiden? Just a little bit. So Look, little, Ninja Gaiden 2 was unfair. Angry. About. I mean, that was and hard. Battletoads was like, that. That's I swear nobody's beating that game. Like, I'm sure I'm there's, find there's it. probably one I'm guy on YouTube it. that's beat it, but the, Battletoads is unbeatable. It's but, not unbeatable. <laughs> but, I mean, you got situations like Titanfall or, you know, like that. Halo or whatever, where imagine you get Titanfall, you're like super hyped, and you're like, oh, yeah, I love this game, it looks great. And you start the game, and you've been playing for like 15 minutes. And it's like, it's already broken? I gave you money two, three months ago. What's going on? I bought this thinking that it was going to be finished. Yeah. You told me it was going to be finished. Why is it not finished? So do you think they should delay games more? I think so. If they can delay movies, why can't they delay games? Yeah. I think I think they should set real expectations and actually just finish the game. Because I know games take a long time to finish. Yeah. So just finish the game. I just feel like it would be more rewarding if you sat there and were like, okay, I'm going to be upset because you said it was going to come out in May, but it's actually coming out in like August. But at least when I get it, I'm not going to be complaining the entire time. Yeah. Because I can either be like, man, I can't wait to play it. Got to wait till August. Or I get it in May and I'm complaining the until August. August. <laughs> and it's dumb. Until it's really finished. Yeah. And then by the time that August comes... You're like, well, I'm, I'm not really into this game anymore. Also, like, even just to talk about Mass Effect as well, because the fact that you were like, I got home and I put it in and it took three to four hours to <laughs> finally download it, and then you start playing it for like 15 minutes and then it breaks, I would be so upset. <laughs> also, speaking of, I when I got Persona 5, because that's what I'm playing right now, which is a Japanese RPG, mm-hmm. there was no install update. Like, it just, I put it in and the disc started up and they're like, all right, you can start playing now. And I was like... What is happening? Because usually, like, like what year is it? Yeah, because like, like, like your PS4 usually takes a minute. It's like okay, we're installing it. It's gonna take some time. No, like do some I put stuff, in the, look at the no, wheel and wait. The, and... I put in the disc and it came up and it was like start and I hit start and I didn't. There wasn't like oh we're gonna be downloading in the background. No, I started the game immediately when wow. I put it in. That okay, was like okay. I didn't know what year it was. I was so confused. Well, that's the thing that's baffling about these day one updates is uh, the preloading. Is that like now it's an incentive to buy games on your PlayStation Store or your like mm-hmm. Xbox Store so you can pre-download them and have them pre-installed so when it hits midnight you can just hit play. Yep. But then you hit midnight 
And there's a day one update <laughs> oh, that's pretty good oh that millions of other people in the country and the world are downloading at the same time. Yeah. So then you're not so playing also, until yeah, day two. Server load is another issue. Yeah, because then you're that's a there. huge issue. Like Destiny first game. I don't people, talk about that. I was <laughs> first so Destiny mad. game was because a big issue with the server load. I was that lame that was like, you know what? My PS4 isn't like I haven't gotten a PS4 yet. I'm gonna get the Destiny bundle, buy the PS4 with the game and everything. That thing, I went to sleep, woke up the next morning, it was still downloading. Wow. I was like, what was the point of that? What was the point of me you getting this? Beaten and wow. caught 151 Pokemon in that. Thank time. you. Um, Ooh, you know what? You know what? Uh, we're talking about all these Kickstarters, but do you guys know what Thought Starters are? Uh, no. Well, I got some Thought Starters for you here because I'm going to talk to you about Blue Apron before you <gasps> move on. I love uh, Blue guys, Blue. Blue Apron's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, I use it. We get about two meals. We usually do about two meals a week from Blue Apron. Nice. But uh, not all ingredients are created equal. I'll tell you that right now. Fresh, yeah. high-quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I, I can go to the store and get avocados, but they're never ripe. They're always hard as a rock. <laughs> and they also have like, uh, you get the cilantro and the next day it goes bad. Mm-hmm. You're picking up like fruit and then you don't know if it's covered in wax. You don't know who's picked it up. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. correct. And it's just kind of one of the, it's like a hassle to have to like pick out each ingredient at the store and be like, oh, get this, get this. And then you go home and you're like, oh, crap, I forgot, forgot something. I forgot the lemon for the lemon yeah. zest because I need lemon zest for some reason. Great. Yeah. All the time. Why <laughs> can't I just have the lemon <laughs> zest delivered to my door? Yes. Well, you actually can ah. because you got Blue Apron boxes where they send you meals. It's affordable, guys. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Again, pre-portioned ingredients. I'm all in. I don't have to go around the grocery store and find yep. them. Yep. There is a variety to choose from because there's new recipes each week. Or you can let Blue Apron's team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. But you can also still like get the old recipes if you'd like. It's like, cool. oh, man, that that sriracha so- that uh, Szechuan sauce was really good. Mm-hmm. I just really want to get that. <laughs> so Blue Apron is also f- flexible because they customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. It has several delivery options so you can choose what fits your needs and there's no weekly commitment so you can only get deliveries when you want them. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals. That's three. That's like it's not there's bad. seven it's days not a week. You get three meals free with free shipping Yeah. Mm. by going to blueapron.com slash geek. That's geek, G-E-E-K. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals at Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash geek. And you know what? It's just kind of cool because, like, I say that it's, like, the convenience of, like, not having the grocery store and, like, pick out all the ingredients and stuff and having it delivered to your door. But it's, like, the time that you could spend at the grocery store just yeah. getting in little fights with your girlfriend or significant <laughs> other <laughs> and, like, yelling about where the lettuce is because you knew it was here last time, but now it's on the other side of the yeah. store this time. Why do they That's do that? time, like... They do... Th- oh, man. It's like, yeah. it's like, why are the cucumbers here anymore? <laughs> you you can just be at home. You get home from work. Your significant other's there. Whoever you're there, whoever, mm-hmm. just even you or yourself, you know, you get that box and you're like, okay, cool. I can relax. I can cook myself a meal. And things taste better when you cook them. Yep. And that box is official too. Yeah, because no, I got it. They don't uh, joke around about a couple that of weeks of ago. I got it, and the box is official. You open it, it's packaged all nice. That's like these freezer pack thingies, but keeping it, it cold and perfectly. I don't know, set up inside the box. Yeah, because so. I also like the fact that like sometimes when you're at the grocery store, you order, you get too much of one yeah. thing, and then you're like, now I have all this garlic, and I don't know what I'm supposed to use with it. There's this like one time where I buy like <laughs> this weird vegetable that I'm never gonna use, like papaya. What am I supposed to use with that? It's like for I the don't next know. one, just eat it. Yeah, just I mean, kick it with some papaya. Or something. Yeah, I guess. Recently, just eating we, papaya for the next week. We get blue apron. <laughs> we get blue apron whenever we see recipes that we're like, oh, cool. Yeah. So the, recently, we did try the sweet and sour salmon with the bok choy oh. and Ooh. the carrot and the ginger fried rice. Yeah. And that was really good. Um, 
it's it's like my second favorite from what I gotten because my favorite's the Parmesan crusted chicken. Oh my god, that was good. I forgot about that. That was really good. Because it had a fettuccine and the broccoli, and basically I love pasta and I love meat. So so there you go. It's perfect. Best of both worlds. I can just I can well it's already portioned, so I can always just justify like well. You can't have fried chicken and pasta. It's like, yes, I can. Yes, you can. yes I can. <laughs> Plus, it's like there's multiple parts. So it's like, well, well, my girlfriend's boiling the pasta. I can be breading the chicken. Yeah, it is kind of a cool it's couple a thing to yeah. do. And I, I'll be honest. I thought I was kind of cool chopping stuff. I, I bet like, you yeah, were. I'm chopping stuff like on TV. Like, yeah, you girl, Iron watch Chef, me. Michael <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, Iron Chef. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, look, man, you chopped the onion. You realize you know. your finger's gone. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like oh, where's that blood coming from? No, <laughs> nah. But it is real fun. It's, it's a fun thing for couples to do, it's too. It's fun. Yeah. Cool. And the instructions are really simple. So it's yeah. like you're not like looking there like, oh, my souffle, it fell. It's like, no, it's pretty simple stuff. <laughs> and then, like, that menu is like real, like, it's yeah. sturdy. Yeah. So remember, guys, again, check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash geek. G-E-E-K, like Geek Nerd Tech. Yep. That's right. So, one thing I did want to mention real quick because we're on the topic of this and I just thought of it, was (laughs) technically all you need to be healthy and buy groceries at the the grocery store is on the outer walls of the grocery store. Nothing in the aisles is essential. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Correct. No, like scientifically. You got got, like the meat section and the veggies and... Yeah, they're on the outside. Nothing in the aisles is essential. Like it's all clutter. It's all just bad for you. Yep. Except for the seasoning aisle. I like the seasoning aisle. Yeah, but it's all salty. Like, it's technically not essential. Like, I thought that was really interesting when I learned that. Yeah. Um, All right, so let's talk about a game that its first release pissed off many people, but then they got a little better, but then even then it's, like, kind of messed up because you don't even understand it because you walk away from, like, three weeks and you're like, oh, wait, I had a Gallerhorn. That was amazing. And then now everyone has a Gallerhorn. And now uh. I'm nothing special. Oh, and then they nerfed Gallerhorn because it was yep. too powerful. Yeah. Yep. Great. So now what do I use? Oh, I use this rocket launcher. Great. How do I get that? Oh, you have to do the extremely hard mission that yep. you need eight friends who can all play really well At to the do same with time. you. <laughs> so great. How do I do that? Oh, I need to add friends. Great. How do I do that? Oh, it's PlayStation. I can't easily <laughs> add friends. So let's talk about Destiny. <laughs> Oh, my God. If you didn't pick up that that's what we're talking about by now. Um, Legend of Zelda? (laughs) So Destiny has been the RPG, first-person shooter, MMO-style game. The first of its kind, really. And it was really cool. I really enjoyed it for a bit until it just started getting too complicated. It was getting too complicated that there weren't multiple ways to do certain things, and you needed top-rated gear of yeah. the exact, everyone was using the same gear. It was like, okay, if you don't have Icebreaker, you can't do this mission yep. with us. If you don't have Gallerhorn, you can't do this mission with us. It's like, great, so I guess I'm never doing that mission because I don't care enough about this game to play six hours a day, seven days a week to do this. Or you gotta like pay to win or something like that. Or... You don't pay, but you just, you gotta play. You pay play. with the time. Yeah. Much. It's, it's, you gotta keep running these same <sighs> missions. It's the same thing that killed Final Fantasy fourteen with me. Mm. Is that you just gotta keep Makes doing sense. things over and over again. So, they build up these accounts, they build up these players, and then they do a big update and basically make the highest level equipment that everyone spent hours and hours and hours getting mm-hmm. equal to the lowest level equipment from the new expansion. Yep. So basically, a big this to all their fans. <laughs> yeah. So they do this, it pisses off a lot of people, so then they're like, alright, here's an update, all your stuff is a little bit better now, and you can upgrade it further, that'll be better than the lowest grade stuff, but there's still going to be cool new stuff great coming out. So great, the game's been continuing on that track of keeping the Original stuff a little bit better than the other stuff that they keep introducing. Moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. And then, hey! Destiny 2 is coming out, 
don't you love your characters that you've put in 150 days of playtime <laughs> into on Destiny 1? Oh where God. you've put your blood, sweat, and tears into these characters. You love how they look. You've got their armor pigments just Perfect. right. Everything's great. You've leveled it up. <laughs> you know, you're invested in this guardian. You're invested in your guardian because you know what? We care about your guardians. By the way, here comes Destiny 2. Nothing fucking carries over. Yep. No, literally, Michael, nothing carries over for the past <laughs> nothing, year nothing and a at half all. where nothing I have been building my beautiful, beautiful hunter. Nothing really matters. I can't bring her over to the next game. Nothing really matters. So, realistically, <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped playing Destiny about a year and a half ago, uh, so I'm great. I can yeah, start two, and I don't have to worry about shit. And I'm it's so like, mad. Well, not exactly. See, <laughs> everybody's starting from zero. And yeah. It's, uh, but, no, I worked so so hard to get my hunter to where it needed to be. And then they're like, yeah, you're not going to take anything back with you. And I was like, well, I guess I'm never playing this game. Yeah, that was but that I, was not a good look. But I hate it because they didn't tell us why they were doing that. They just said nothing carries over into Destiny 2. So everyone was like, yeah, yeah no, we're not doing this. We're done. And then the trailer came out, what, two weeks ago, Steven? I can't even remember when the trailer came out. But the new trailer came out with everybody, and it pretty much means that this race of alien called Cabal come into the tower where you, you where your characters lie, and you guys can trade and do other things um they blew it up so that's why everyone's stuff is gone that is the reason why yeah and it's so you basically start... the great depression yeah so now we're yeah. starting over so we're like an all-out war with the cabal but you're just collecting stuff as you go that is what you were doing so like even the guardians mm-hmm. who are supposed to be helping you also don't have stuff ah oh, god damn those cabal they don't have their yeah, so, mm. so if you watch it, Nathan Villian's pretty much in this weird Deadpool speech of just like, they took my stuff and your stuff, but most importantly, my stuff. And I'm like, we get it, okay? Mm-hmm. I see what you're trying to do. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's all I have. That's the only thing I have for all of Destiny 2. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but that's what it was. And I was just like, this is dumb. Like, like, uh, you, know you had to start from the about. beginning because of, because of this or because of that. It's like, yo, you had this sweet idea and you blew it. No, like, correct. Like, actually blew it up. Like, they showed you that they blew up the freaking, like, the planet. It's done. <laughs> so, I'm upset. Um, the person that, like, I usually ask for for Destiny advice is my fiancé because he's been playing since day one. And he's going to be, um, he's going to still play it religiously. He's going to play the, the next one. And I'm like, I don't know, hon. Like, he's the one that got me that PS4. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if I want to play this because you seem like, like a crazy person. I don't know if I'm going to, too. But, like, he, apparently he's like, I'm going to give it a try. And I was like, this is how gamers work. You either get the extreme gamers, I guess, or who are just like, no, you, 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 like, effed us over. We're not going to play this. And there are other ones I'm like, I'm going to move no. on and play something else. And yeah, and it's like, no, I'm not probably going to play it. I'm just going to, you know, I'm a, scratch I'm my a, neck. I'm, I'm a, just going to play I might still play that. Yeah, like, seriously, I'm going to spend all that, that $60 to get the next game. <laughs> that, that means nothing from, it's called, it's two. No, it, it's no, the no, second dude. part of the, <laughs> like you, it's a continuation. No, no, so we're just starting only, straight up over, like, only, all the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> not only will you be getting an incomplete game oh, God. that has a day one update that's probably going to have a three week update. Yeah, mm. I'm not going to touch my PS4. I can for wait weeks. four months and get Destiny 2 for the low price of $50 with every single DLC included. Correct. True. And yeah. then I'll probably get to enjoy starting equipment that's better than anything out there. Correct. Yeah. I mean, just like those people who like had to like level grind and then when the next expansion for Destiny came out, they're like, here's this thing that will just boost you 25 levels. And I was like, that's messy. Stuff. But it's like, it's supposed if to you help buy you. this, then, you know, you'll just 
update with this and yeah. you'll be super sweet. But pretty like, much it was supposed to be for people who just started playing Destiny and since their friends have already been playing, you can jump in yeah, and play with them. But I was like, that's messed work, up. It don't work like that. It, it don't never work. does. That, that's not it how life does. works. Well, the, it, yes, life does work that way. Sometimes you can just buy stuff and level up. But it's not how it's supposed <laughs> to work in the game. It's supposed to, you know, get your strength up. Do some, you know... Some things. So my question is, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Are you actually gonna buy this game, or you're like, nah, you're, you guys lost me a year and a half ago. I'm Honestly, keep it that way. right now I'm saying no. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of person that'll say no, but then if I have like a free Saturday, I'll be like, fuck it, and just go yeah, lay yeah, down sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That's so funny. My girlfriend hates me for it because she <laughs> always gives me crap for just buying stuff when I want it. It's like if people buy I Des- do what I want. <laughs> yeah, I mean if people buy Destiny 2 and people are like this is great. Yeah. Like if people legitimately tell me like it is a great game. I will probably go pick it up. All right. And I could probably get in on the multiplayer. I just really wish the multiplayer was a little bit more open to um Honestly, I wish it was a little more cookie cutter. Sure. Cuz like right now like I tried to play Destiny again recently and multiplayer just lets people use whatever weapons so like I'm getting disintegrated I'm getting all sorts of stuff and I can't even fight back and I'm like I used to be good at this game mm-hmm. and I can't even yeah. do anything right yep. now yep yep and that's and the like, main reason why I haven't fun. played it yeah yeah, yeah. it is I just want games at... to go back to being fun I mean I'm having yeah, a great time okay, with this okay. on the vibe <laughs> I'm having I'm having fun with Mass Effect Andromeda it yeah. has issues but I'm having fun with it mm-hmm. I think people are a little bit too picky nowadays too Mm-hmm. No, sure. correct. But it's still fun. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you don't want characters' eyeballs popping out of their heads, and you don't want them going like this randomly when you're talking to them. Uh, so, I mean, I can see I can see the issues. I mean, I don't know. I mean, at least for, as a person who's, like, usually, like, not nitpicky, but I just, if I see a game that it seems like it's going to be fun, I'm going to play it, even though the reviews are probably absolutely terrible. <laughs> but, I mean, if it makes you happy and you like playing the game and you don't mind spending $60 or $120 on an expansion pack... <laughs> I can't tell you that it's terrible and you shouldn't waste your money on it because clearly you're going to spend it anyway and enjoy it because you have it. You bought it. It's yours. You know? Good point. Yeah. And that's all the time we have for the show. Ah, man. That was good. We got it all out. There's a lot of emotions. (laughs) We hope you guys enjoyed this because got it it out. Got it out. If nothing, it was a stress reliever. I mean, I'm gonna feel better. We forgot to talk about GameStop's closing like 100 different locations. Yeah, can we not talk about that? Because I don't know what I'm gonna do now. I think I know how to fix that, but uh, we'll We'll get to that. We'll get to that behind. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Geekner Tech. Of course, I am not Joe Braswell and his buttery smooth voice. Um, but if you want some buttery smooth something else, please use Blue Apron, uh, promo code geek, blueapron.com slash geek. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Steve Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. And uh, joining me today was, of course, my two favorite people. Hey, how's it going, guys? Michael Young holding it down. You can find me online at One Youngster, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A. And on, you know, Jedi Alliance or Popcorn Talk Network. Find me on Black Hollywood Live on Nerd Soul. It's just N E R D S O U L, one word. And I'm Alexis Torres. You can find me all over the interwebs at ATORS890. I will also be doing Jedi Alliance with this awesome teddy bear over here. And also on a bunch of shows on our sister network, AfterBuzz TV, doing after shows there. Just check me out and I'll show you what shows I'm doing. All right, and uh, we won't see you next week, but Akili and Joe should be back, so we'll check you later. Bye, guys. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us 
info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.